granted, the fact that summer is coming to a swift end is kind of a bummer, but fortunately, there are so many things to look forward to this fall. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin picking, and let's not forget autumn's bringing change to the transfer pricing landscape, too. The OECD is slated to have a finalized global tax plan in place in October. But just like you can't rush a perfect pie, you can't rush a perfect tax plan. In fact, there's still a lot to do. A new multilateral treaty needs to be drawn up, carve-outs need to be determined, and exactly who will sign on the dotted line, well, that's still a mystery too. Hello everyone, it's Matthew DeMello, your host of The Fiona Show, Hot Off the Press, Cross-Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing in the News Podcast, and we've got some interesting updates for you. What makes the global tax plan's new multilateral treaty so complex? Why is Hungary still holding out on a global minimum tax? We've got that and more for you right here. But first, a message from my friends and yours at Cross Border Solutions. Hi, I'm Matthew DeMello, and you may know me as the host of the Fiona Show Cross Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing Podcast. And while I love to discuss transfer pricing, this podcast isn't the only place you can hear me doing it. Cross-Border Solutions recently relaunched Transfer Pricing University, a live webinar series where you can learn about modern-day transfer pricing, everything from methodologies to comparables to preparing documentation to meet country-specific regulations. Good stuff, I know. Chief Economist Mimi Song leads the sessions. I just ask the occasional obvious question. Since our program is NASBA certified, you can earn one CPE credit for joining each session. Pretty sweet. So what are you waiting for? Join us for Transfer Pricing University Weekly. Classes are free, so now you really have no reason to miss it. Sign up at xbs.ai tpu. If you think coming up with a global tax plan that the world could agree on was hard, wait until you see what's involved in executing it. Mission Impossible Step 1, coming up with a multilateral instrument, or MLI, that would, one, reroute profits generated by multinational businesses, two, override the relevant portions of bilateral treaties, and three, be amenable enough to 134 jurisdictions. Any volunteers to write that one? We didn't think so. Seriously, though, the MLI that implements Pillar 1 is slated to be one of the most complex thanks to the need for including a profit allocation formula and a solution for countries to swiftly resolve multilateral disputes, critical ingredients that aren't part of current treaties. The BEPS MLI in place is largely to prevent tax avoidance, and the clauses are optional. Meanwhile, a Pillar 1 MLI would reallocate revenue and essentially require certain countries to forego tax dollars, a big ask that will no doubt be met with reluctance. Still, a treaty revolution, so to speak, is necessary in that the only way Pillar 1 can work is if all countries adhere to the same formula in calculating and allocating amount A. The OECD will finalize the new tax rules in October, and we hear a new MLI will be ready to sign in 2022. Whether there are enough takers, however, remains to be seen. While more than 30 countries are in agreement regarding a global minimum tax of at least 15%, Hungary isn't easily swayed. The country, which currently offers a 9% 
corporate income tax rate fears that increasing the tax rate to at least 15% could reduce new investment and R&D activities. Another issue, carve-outs. State Secretary for Tax Affairs Norbert Iser recently said, for Hungary to sign on, tangible investments, notably in factories and equipment, must be exempted from the minimum tax. Right now, 5% of the value of tangible assets and payroll costs get exempted, but Hungary wants a higher rate. Could a global minimum tax work even if all countries do not agree? Sort of. The proposal is designed so that it's more beneficial for countries to join if larger economies do. And if a country signs the agreement, it's not obligated to adopt the global minimum tax into law. So it's probably safe to say Hungary will weigh all of its options. In July, the German Ministry of Finance issued, quote, transfer pricing administrative principles designed to align Germany's transfer pricing rules with OECD guidelines and also to help tax auditors and taxpayers interpret the country's tax law. While the goals sound noble, experts are concerned that the new principles give auditors too much leeway as they allow a broader use of the hypothetical arm's length test in ALP constructed using valuation methods as opposed to traditional economic analyses via transfer pricing methods. While the hypothetical ALP isn't new to Germany and has been accepted there since 2008 on transactions involving intangibles and to validate the relocation of functions in an M&E, now tax auditors can apply this approach to any transaction when comparable prices are not available. Taxpayers and transfer pricing experts fear auditors will use this argument broadly when they disagree with the taxpayer's analysis. Transfer pricing, as they say, is an art, not a science, but a broader sweep of a hypothetical ALP seems to tip the scales in favor of art. In fact, some experts believe that this guidance, though intended to streamline regulations, may only serve to create more transfer pricing controversy between taxpayers and the Ministry of Finance. Add to that the fact that July's administrative principles come on the heels of Germany's administrative guidance of December 2020, which gave tax authorities the right to request more internal correspondence, emails, for example, from companies regarding tax matters. In the end, Germany seems keen on offering taxpayers the certainty that comes from a solid framework and thoughtful guidelines, yet it wants transparency in return. And would you look at that? Now you are all caught up on the latest in transfer pricing. Feeling the runner's high of just a quick late summer jog through the headlines? Well, you're going to love the other shows in Cross-Border Solutions Tax Podcast Suite. That's the Fiona Show R&D Tax Credit and the Fiona Show Transfer Pricing. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Fiona Show hot off the press, and we'll keep you up to date on the latest regulation changes in the jurisdictions that matter to you the most. My name is Matthew DeMello, and they let me host, edit, and engineer this podcast. Marilyn Mitchumstrom is our executive producer. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>